Cascade Hoop Talk, Billy D. Join us on Twitter and Facebook at Cascade Hoop Talk. Today we have head coach Eddie Alexander of Northwest Christian University, located in Eugene, Oregon. Coach Alexander has been with Northwest Christian's men's basketball team since 2016, and he's entering his second year as head coach. Coach Alexander initially built his reputation as a top AAU coach. He's still the director of Dribble Drive Basketball, which he founded in 2003. Dribble Drive is known for their high intensity on defense, aggressive offensive style, and developing high levels of basketball IQ. A graduate of George Fox University with a bachelor's degree in management and organizational leadership, he also holds a master's degree in coaching and athletics administration from Contoria University, Irvine. Coach Alexander will join us in 30 seconds. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D here. We're back with head coach Eddie Alexander, Northwest Christian University Beacons there in Eugene, Oregon. They play in the Cascade Collegiate Conference. Welcome, coach. Hi, Bill. How are you doing? Oh, great. I really appreciate you taking the time with us today. No problem. Happy to. Well, let's start. Let's talk just a little bit about last season. Uh, you had a, a very good team. Uh, at one point, you went on a, just a tear in the Cascade Conference. You won nine out of 11 games, but you had a couple of rough streaks that hurt you. You had a three-game skid late in January, and then you had a weekend, a brutal home weekend near the end of the season that really put a damper on what was a great season. Can you talk just a little bit about last year's team? Sure. You know, last year was interesting. We were we were picked to finish eighth in conference. Um, coming in, we only had six returners. And when I took over the program in mid-May, that's all that was on our roster. So I had to go beat the streets and, and work really hard to sign, which we did, 10 new guys um, between the end of May and end of July, pretty much. So at that point in time, obviously, we hadn't had a whole lot of recruiting going on. Um, and so we really had to work to get this team built together. Luckily, and, and by God's blessing, we were able to get um, a quality group of young men that came in to work really hard and helped us have a successful season, especially under my first year with the program. Uh, Coach, one thing I wanted to ask you about is this is, high, this is unusual, I think, in college basketball period, but uh, out in the Cascade Conference, it's highly unusual. You were very successful on the road. Five of your, I believe you lost seven conference games last year. Five of them were at home. Could you speak to that for a moment? Yeah, and it kind of ties into your first question. You know, when we came in this year, this last year, um, with that group, you know, we worked really, really hard at kind of installing what we wanted offensively and defensively. And yet we had some unique talents um, individually that we really wanted to magnify to the best of our ability as a team. Um, really wanted to adjust what I wanted in the program um, to kind of fit those um, talents that we had as, as players. Um, so we worked really hard and had a great first half of the season. I believe at one time we were 15 and four, first 19 games of the year. And then we hit a rough road trip when we went over to Eastern and C of I. Had a great game at C of I. We just couldn't hit shots. Um, you know, they got their excellent 1-3-1 defense and um, just pretty much shot us down. And we were really keen on getting into the paint and kicking out to open threes and driving the lanes. And, and they kept us from doing that really well. Um, and we just did not hit shots. We had a lot of open shots, and we just missed them. Um, but we got a lot of bench experience that second half of that game that gave us a lot of confidence 
going into the rest of the year. And the next night we lost kind of a heartbreaker at Eastern. Um, and at that point we, we did, we had some internal struggles and just to be transparent. I mean, it was, it was rough because you kind of blending the old with the new. And at some point in time, that oil and water is not going to mix very well. And, um, and that's kind of what we had now. We had great players, great quality characters, uh, young men, and 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 um, they worked really hard, and their effort was never in question. But you know, just some different perspectives, and we kind of fought through that a little bit and got back on the winning road again. Um, played really well, and then again, just kind of fell on our face. and And Southern played us extremely well at home. Uh, we lost a heartbreaker here at home against OIT. We had done the same thing to them earlier in the season, so. Um, <laughs> I guess they were returning the favor. And um, um, and so then when we got to Southern here at home, um, I thought Southern played some of the best defense against us that anybody had the entire year and really cut off our driving lanes, which we had become very proficient at, kind of really shut us down that way. Well, Coach Mack, he, can, he puts some defensive teams on the floor. He always has, doesn't he? He does, uh, you know, and they're – and I know that they've – you know, kind of transferred over to being a little bit more offensive driven also um, with a lot of shooters, um, but they are always very solid defensively. So that team last year, you have lost a few key players to graduation that really did a great job for your program. First off is obviously Austin Tyner out of Eugene, Oregon, averaged 20 points a game, four and a half rebounds, hit 74 threes, 71 steals. Uh, What a great ball player, Austin Tyner. Yeah, AT is a uh he's an all-around athlete. He was an all-state tennis player in high school. Um I've known him since he was in 3rd grade. Um being around quite a long time. I knew what AT was more than capable of. He, he hadn't really shown that first couple of years here at the school, but I really wanted to cut him loose his senior year and I was super proud of him because he put in the work and um he earned the accolades that he garnered last year, that's for sure. Uh, he certainly terrorized teams in the Cascade Conference last year. Another graduate is Reese Robinson, just one heck of an all-around ball player, over 13 points, almost six rebounds, 47 assists, 22 steals, 20 blocks, three uh, hit 47% of his threes. He just did a little bit of everything, didn't he? He did. And, you know, Reese was a really huge part of what we did last season. Um, he was a quiet guy, but he, he just went out and did his job. And, you know, he got injured last year. He got a concussion and dealt with some hit, a slight concussion, I think, and had some extreme migraine headaches and stuff that kept him out of some ball games. I think he played one of our games here at home, um, li- very limited minutes, didn't score any points, pretty much was kind of non-existent based on some of the injuries that he had dealt with. And he, him not being at his um, best and, and being normal really hurt us as a team. And, and um, that just showed how important he was to our success. And he was one of those reasons, his injuries were one of those reasons why we struggled that second half of conference along with um, Sean Carson, who's back this year as a senior for us. Um, those two guys' injuries dealing with those the second half of conference really hurt our chemistry on the floor and um, our efficiency that we were – that we had played with the first half. One more graduate to talk about is Devonte Cleveland out of Palmdale, California. Twelve points, four rebounds, but another pair of quick hands. Forty steals last year. You guys really created a lot of turnovers last season, didn't you? We did, and and that has to do with the athleticism that we had on the floor. Uh, Devonte, uh, I mean, easily could have been a starter for us. 
Um, we brought him off the bench, though, last year as kind of our sixth man because we knew that he would have some really um, good matchups in his favor um, going against some of the other team's second units. And that proved. I mean, he played uh, starter minutes and really was an impact player for us coming off the bench. So, Coach, you you uh, you built your reputation with uh, dribble drive basketball. Uh, dribble drive is known for intensity, a, a very certain brand of basketball. How has that transferred over to your teams at Northwest Christian? And what is the personality and what are the traits you expect your teams there in Eugene to have? One of the things that is really important when you're instituting a, a new system is that you're finding, you know, the kind of character guys that you're really looking for. I mean, everybody wants basketball talent. Everybody wants um, kids that are going to behave and stay out of trouble and 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 kind of toe the line of the program. Um, but one thing that we really strongly emphasize when we're looking at guys is what their character is like, just completely non-basketball related. Um, because we, we found that, you know, kids that truly are committed to trying to be their best in all areas of their life really will put out a maximum effort on the court. And um, one of the things that I've always tried to um, teach within our dribble drive basketball program was, you know, high level of intensity at all times on offense and defense, having some integrity in your defensive effort, having some integrity and in, in knowing what you're supposed to do offensively, making the right decisions and not just necessarily you know, trying to just be out there all about yourself, you know, as an individual player, but really trying to stay within the team and maximize your abilities within the team. And so translating that into at, here at NCU, you know, obviously this is my first full year of recruiting. Um, we've brought in a, an excellent freshman class and, and some, some young men who have a high level of basketball IQ and a high level of character. And, um, and that's going to make our team better because that character bleeds over into giving a maximum effort defensively, knowing what you're supposed to do offensively, and being a great teammate and a great team player. And I know that's what it's going to take to win in the Cascade Conference. So, Coach, you talked about some of those those players coming in. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this year's team and what Beacon fans can expect. Uh, you have a key returner, uh, only a junior this year, Ernest Gugagu. Six foot three out of Los Angeles, California, 13 points over three rebounds, and he had 21 steals last year. You talk just a little bit about Ernest. Yeah, Ernest is, you know, before he came to us here at NCU, he was a practice player of the University of Oregon. Um, so he's got a lot of experience competing against Division I uh, basketball players. And, you know, Ernest really tried to, he learned what he could and could not do in our conference this last year. He started off on a, on a tear in preseason. Um, he had a really solid first half of conference, second half of conference numbers really dropped off a little bit because, um, other teams obviously learned how to guard him. And, um, he really has worked so much this off season in developing his game, um, to bring some different looks to other teams and not to be so maybe not saying he was one dimensional, but, you know, he really, dribbled the ball a lot and tried to attack guys off the dribble and he's really expanded his game this year and so we're really looking forward to Ernest having a great season you know he started off last year shooting like 58 percent from three and as you can tell by his numbers they dropped off quite a bit mm -hmm. um, just because those shots were no longer open they were contested shots all the time and um, 
he's really put in a lot of work on his game this year. So we're looking forward to him having a good season. Yeah, and you'll get him. You have him for two more years, boy. You got to be excited about that. And you brought in a. You're trying to beef up the middle a little bit. You went out and got Nico Wolf from there in Eugene at Lynn Benton Community College. He's six foot nine, two twenty. Uh, last year, Lynn Benton did uh, thirteen points over six rebounds. Nico should shore up the middle for you, shouldn't he? He will. He brings a lot of size. Um, his ability to run the floor is tremendous. Um, he's super long. He's got a little over a seven foot wingspan. And you know, one of the things that really hurt us last year was some of the size we played against. Um, at Southern and Eastern, and Eastern being the only team to sweep us in conference because of our mismatches. Um, so we we really feel like um, he's going to bring a lot to us this year that changes our look on the inside defensively. Then you brought in several freshmen. Let's talk about a few of them. Uh, one you got to be really excited about is, uh, I believe he's first team All-State at Tigard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but He's Tigard's all-time scorer leader, I believe. Stevie Schlabach out of Tigard. Yeah, Stevie is um, Stevie's a great kid. You know, um, got to know him and his family quite a bit in the recruiting process. And one of the things that really stood out to me with Stevie was his his character as an individual. Um, he's got a high work ethic. Um, you can't really average 24 points a game in the 6A level in Oregon without having a high work ethic. I mean, 24 points, eight rebounds a game at 6-4 is quite an effort against some of the teams that he was playing against. So we really look for him to make an impact this year as a freshman. He's by far has been one of our best shooters thus far, and um, he's got a huge basketball IQ, and he's got a big upside that we see after, you know, every freshman is going to go through a, a learning curve. And I, I know that um, you can tell them all you want about how things really are, but until they experience it, they never really fully grasp it. And so uh, we know it's going to be a learning year for a few of our guys. Well, obviously he can play ball. Those kind of numbers in that conference they play in there at Tiger, that, that's no gimme conference. That's a tough conference. Uh, obviously he's a heck of a ball player. And then mm-hmm. there's a, a couple other freshmen you might want to mention is uh, Cole Mackinich out of South Eugene right there in town. Yeah, Cole, I've had the pleasure of of knowing him since he was around, um, I think he was about a freshman in high school. Cole's been in our program at at Dribble Drive when I was running that full-time, and and then um, now, you know, playing college ball for us. We kind of obviously had a really good relationship with him. There at South, I felt like he was really under the radar. Not a lot of guys were on him as the kind of player that he really is. And and Cole is a – the best thing I can really say about Cole is um, he's a winner. He just does whatever it takes to win. And um, he's got an offensive package that is the best that I've seen, and he can score at all levels. Um, he's 6'4", coming out of high school. He's already 6'5", and he's still growing. So he's he's young, um, and he's just he's a tremendous talent. And so we obviously got to get him working harder on the defensive end. Um, that's a big thing with freshmen a lot of times. And um, I know that if Cole puts in the time with that, he'll he'll have a successful career here. And another young man I know you're probably excited about is Caden Sand out of Baker. <laughs> yeah, Caden's got a um, he's got a bloodline. His dad is uh, in our Hall of Fame here at NCU, and uh, was a basketball American himself. Caden comes from a good line. His older brother Logan's with us also, and Caden is a super athlete. Um, felt like again another player way under the radar coming out of Baker. City High School, 6'4", still growing, 
and uh, super long. He's had some monster dunks in practice over guys in full scrimmages. Uh, he's just uh, a really great athlete. Still working to develop his outside game a little bit more, bring some consistency to that. And, and obviously um, on the defensive end too, it's just another level of, of intensity that our young guys have to learn how to bring every day, but they're doing a great job, and 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 Caden's been a big part of that. One other guy I just want to quickly mention, you know, Caleb Anundi coming out of state in high school, six eight, brings some more size to us. And Caleb spent the first three weeks injured, and so out of practice, and so he's just getting back into practice with us a couple weeks ago or a week or two ago, and um, has really brought some high energy. And um, now that he's starting to feel a little more comfortable and getting his run in and starting to catch up a little bit with his conditioning, he's really been a, um, a bright light also and in showing us why we recruited him. So Coach Alexander there at Northwest Christian University, you definitely have some talent, uh, some skilled basketball players coming in, uh, you'll, but you'll be young, a little bit of an unknown factor. So what are going to be the keys this year? Uh, to compete in the Cascade Conference, get back to postseason play, and get to the Nationals? A um, couple of our biggest leaders on this team, uh, Logan Davis, um, who's a senior this year, and Riley Anderson, who's a junior, you know, and along with Ernest, they, those three really kind of set the tone for us this summer. And one of the reasons why we recruited so heavily in Oregon was to try to get guys here during the summer for – off-season workouts and allowing the guys to get to know each other and put in that work and that effort and develop some chemistry. So our success this year is going to be based on what we've done this summer, I think. The chemistry that we've put together, the young guys seeing the work ethic of our of our returners and knowing that that's the work ethic they have to follow. Our older guys, Logan especially, and Riley. I mean, Riley's come back 30 pounds lighter. He's put in a ton of work um, in developing his shot even more. And Logan Davis is just, he's one of those guys to where he impacts the game regardless of what his stats are. He's just, he's the heartbeat of our team. And so our success this year is going to be based on that heartbeat. And um, everybody's coming every single day with a with their, you know, blue collar work ethic of we're not going home today with a loss. And um, that fight is going to have to be brought in order for us to be successful. You know, our guys being picked to finish eighth last year and finishing third in conference with an opportunity to go to the postseason and, and missing the national tournament, we felt like by one game um, needed to win one more game. And then this year, you know, preseason pick number seven, you know, our guys kind of felt disrespected, but honestly, we lost a lot, so it's understandable. And so they're playing with a chip on their shoulder this year, and so we're really excited about uh, what that potential could be. So I know that we're going to, our work ethic and our effort's going to be there to be successful. We'll just see at the end of the day if we've scored more points. So hopefully that's the that's the key is making that happen. But I know we're not going to um, lack in effort. Well, Coach, we certainly appreciate your time. We wish you well as you uh, start the season here and get going in that tough Cascade Collegiate Conference. Uh, but thank you very much for your time, Coach. Thanks, Bill. I really appreciate your time, and I, I love what you're doing. I've um, been listening to the stuff you've been putting out there, and it's been excellent just to hear other coaches' perspectives and, and to um, bring some light to what I think is a high level of basketball. NAIA basketball is the best entertainment value in America, and if people aren't out supporting these student-athletes, they're, they're really missing out.
Yeah, we get people locally here all the time that come and watch us play. I mean, obviously, we're right next door on the campus of the U of O, and uh, they come in and watch us play, and they're like, wow, we had no idea that this quality level of basketball was here. And um, it just builds our fan base every year with that. Well, thank you very much, Coach. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Have a great day. We'd like to remind you this podcast is exclusively owned by Cascade Hoops Talk. It may not be used in portion or entirety, without exclusive written permission from Cascade Hoops Talk. Thank you for listening.